I do, but uh, I just, it's been a week. I have no uh-huh. idea what it'd be about. I Luckily for you, I spent today on this new website called Twitter, which oh, yeah? inspired, it inspired me. Um, the, <laughs> so my, my uh, suggestion for us is the discourse mm-hmm. guy. The discourse guy. You know how there's just like a guy who just makes discourse about the thing you like? You know how I, like you could say statements that are opinion or just like straight up they have no like solid ground but you could say them like yeah this is a fact like ketchup is garbage and then like that's the discourse for the day sure mm-hmm. i want to find these guys and i want to i want to interview them okay i want to give them a platform that's right so your idea is that you take people that have the worst opinions on the internet and we give them a platform, probably not the the second worst opinions. We're not talking white supremacy. We're talking uh-huh. about, like, bad thoughts about things. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Literal thought crimes. Uh, and we are giving them a platform to tell us about their bad ideas. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the idea here? I think so. I have a few ways I could twist this. One of which is, like, then we use their voice track to create a deep fake of their voice and have them saying nothing but good opinions on on Twitter, we kind of trap them into this a is, good opinion. This is an pod. entrapment podcast. <laughs> so that's that's one of my ideas. And the other idea is that we actually don't interview that person, and instead we do like one of those like if you watch a documentary that's on like daytime television about like this person murdered eight people and a dog, and it's always sure. like recordings of the people around them. Maybe we interview like we go to like their their mutuals or like people that they know and interact with regularly and then we talk to them and their family and are like hey when did you know that your friend just said dumb shit so you want to do an intervention podcast a little bit well it's not an intervention because i don't care if they get better what i want this is (laughs) this is an intervention dunking podcast yeah it's a little bit the roast but it's done in the style of an intervention okay so so we go out and we find someone who just has like bad ideas like something if they if they put it out in the universe that like no media made before the year 2000 is worthwhile um someone that has hot hey. takes discourse he takes like that uh and we just hey, interview no. the people around them about how the opinions they have affect them uh-oh <laughs> is that is that your idea andrew suddenly i don't like this idea <laughs> but i think <laughs> Why not? i think the difference is I don't start discourse on it because everyone knows I'm a clown. I haven't created some sort of fake world in which I am smart and people think I'm smart. I, I'm I, not out here tweeting shit like... <laughs> I disagree with that because 
you have clout, whether you like it or not. Oh, no I like one, it. <laughs> no one has strong or bad opinions on people and their ideas. It's just clout. It's like how people are like, oh, yeah, Jeff Bezos must be smart because he's a billionaire. You have like four digit follower counts on Twitter. So clearly what you say is worthwhile. (laughs) I have had a podcast with you for months now, so I know that's not true. Mm -hmm. But the people at large don't. I say often I'm stupid. (laughs) I say it so much. These people should know. Yeah, but that's like ironic. They don't know that. It's not. (laughs) It's not ironic. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm dumb as <laughs> bricks. I have a brain like a pasta strainer. Every thought just pours out the sides. <laughs> so that's but, the theme song. I think the theme song is you repeat you saying that with like a nice dubstep beat. And then uh, we bring in people and we interview all their friends around them. I think this is a hit. Uh, suddenly I'm feeling attacked by my own ideas when I wanted to just talk shit about people on TTRPG Twitter <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> Andrew do you have another take uh, oh no know... I mean podcast not a take no <laughs> oh I was gonna say let me hit you with this one uh, no I got I got an idea here um, I've got a, this one comes in from uh, our good friend Phil Chung uh, podcast title navigating the new paranormal I love <laughs> This is a good podcast title. <laughs> How were ghosts affected by COVID? <laughs> How were... We go out and we find a vampire. It's a... Taiko Watiti's writing this. It's an audio drama. Okay. And so you get like... We're going to go and interview these vampires and see how they were affected by the coronavirus pandemic. We're going to go up and be like... Hey, how's it going? And they're going to be like, it was terrible. <laughs> I couldn't find anybody. Yet no one's out. Everywhere's <laughs> locked down after like 10 p.m. Because I did like, so I've heard like cities are like, no bars are allowed to be open after 10. And it's like, cool, that's great. Because like, y'all know the coronavirus really ramps up at 11 p.m. So it's nice that people are sent home early mm-hmm. um, from their jobs that they have to go to still. Um <laughs> So this is like vampires being like, no one was out at night. We couldn't do anything. I can't Mm -hmm. do a vampire voice, so I'm not even going to try here. Um, You get like uh, ghosts are just like, no, this was great. Uh, We already have sheets over our faces. So like we didn't Mm -hmm. have to wear masks or anything. We were perfectly fine. Um, (laughs) You see, you see fucking like the fuck, like the, uh, the witch that leads kids into the forest to eat them. Mm -hmm. It's just like. No, nobody's coming out to interact with me anymore. I've been, I've been sitting at home doing puzzles. I've gotten very good. Look at this one. <laughs> so this is just a season of what we do in the shadows, except the answer is nothing because what it's we COVID. Do, what we do in the coronavirus. Oh boy. Oh, but no, this is. This is learning the this is the new paranormal, right? So right. This is mm-hmm. this is we are at this point where we're coming out of the the we're coming out and then quickly back into the pandemic. We're in that nice little bubble right now. Yeah, uh huh. This is like and the third little nice bubble we've been in. Bubbles never burst. You know this, Andrew. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we're going to be introduced interviewing a bunch of ghosts and uh and uh and and spooky creatures that are like. Oh, you know, I, I'm really excited. I think, <laughs> or maybe maybe a few with some trepidation about the future. <laughs> what do you think? 
what what uh what Universal Studios Dark Universe uh, prospective monster do you think uh, was the most uh, skeptical of the coronavirus? What, uh, what cryptid is not vaccinated, Andrew? I think uh, Frankenstein's monster isn't. Because um, mm-hmm, he's like, mm-hmm. I don't have antibodies. I don't have anything. I can't get sick. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think this is all a hoax. Um I think that there are mad scientists that are just like, do you know what's in that shit? Uh, And then you look back at Dr. Frankenstein and you're like, do you know what's in anything? You put a dude together. You just Um, put a man together and just sent him on his fucking way, man. (laughs) Uh, I think that um, I think that vampires um, deeply buy into the like uh, it came from um, eating a pangolin story Mm -hmm. from when this first came about um and then you ask them about like being a bat and eating things and they get really quiet um i think that that's the interaction you have with a vampire um i think werewolves are with it werewolves are like no we get it like two week waiting period yeah i Mm -hmm. absolutely get it like i got bit i had to wait like till there was a full moon before Mm -hmm. i found out what was up so like we're totally in we know how to quarantine we know how to chill werewolves are fucking in for the coronavirus which is which is what's great because you've also just described like the the like sub themes of werewolves and vampires where like vampires are like i don't get it and that's because vampires are the upper class and werewolves are like no we get it because they're the working man it's the working class it's a it's a working man's monster yeah, well, like literally, right? Like that's like what the like a werewolf is always like. Oh, there's some peasant that's out there killing people, and that's like, oh, it's like a lower class person. It's fear for the rich people who are afraid of the lower class. Whereas like vampires are fear for the working man because they're upper class people that are like also bastards and will never die. Like that's mm-hmm. like the the subliminal fear that's built into. It. Yeah, that checks I, out to me. I think about it a lot, Andrew. Uh, I have a suggestion from Hit uh, me. from. Uh, electric gaunt electric gaunt um i don't know if we've done this one before lion king one and a half but for podcasts have you ever seen the lion king one and a half andrew yeah that's the uh <laughs> rosencrantz and guildenstern are dead of the 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 whole lion king uh, thing right yeah it fucking rules <laughs> and so we're gonna do that for podcasts riley i, I do wanna i do wanna pull you aside and just check in we do a lot of like just a commentary track on a different podcast that already Which, exists this isn't a commentary track this is not a commentary track because like that that's basically not what, this... what lion king one and a half is no it's it is and telling... Pumbaa being like hold on this is what happened here it is every scene that has simba in it and not timon and pumbaa is now a scene with just timon and pumbaa and anything that had simba in it still happens as normal because like simba and timon and pumbaa oh they're all in the same scene but then, like, the camera is just behind Timon and Pumbaa in this one. So, say, have you ever seen on TikTok that, like, the outside podcast or whatever? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. It's two guys sitting outside with a desk and, like, a microphone. And they just get random guests. Yeah. We are that, we're following that random guest. That random guest is doing their own podcast. And then, like, steps, they're doing, like, a BB&B thing, a 10-hour Boruto episode. And then they step in, and then they do the actual, like, two guys outside podcast and they leave and continue doing their own podcast this is podcast but outside but not the podcast podcast but guests the guests only so we're gonna we're gonna we the they don't do they know that they're in the podcast 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they are actively recording a separate podcast. Okay, and then as part of their podcast, they go and they record the podcast, but outside. Yeah, the pod or like the podcast that is that they guessed it on the more well known podcast. I I I feel like getting this onto a guest on a different podcast is iffy. What if we just made this twelve hour day about ourselves, but we do mm-hmm. record a podcast in the middle of it? Gotcha. Do we both record different podcasts? I think I think that we do it the day that we record uh, the podcast minds, but. We don't include the other half of the podcast, mine in the audio. Okay, okay, okay. I can support this because my only other idea is like <clears throat> we follow Clint McElroy throughout a day as he does like other, like I know he's retired from radio, but he does like radio shows. Mm-hmm. And then he gets off to go record a game of the adventure zone with his sons that- and it goes back to the radio. That could be good. I worry that one third of the podcast would be unlistenable. One fourth. Well, it depends. I I guess (laughs) there's time he spends alone, time he spends with one son, time he spends with another son, and time he spends with a third son. So I guess that's four fourths. (laughs) One of those quarters is going to be unlistenable. Uh, (laughs) We don't need to say which one. We all know which one it is. He's just our punching bag. (laughs) He's. Yeah. But have like, you have you heard he's doing a French accent on the new Adventure Zone? I know, I know, Riley. <laughs> no one made him. No one made him. No one we made tried him. To stop him, Andrew. Riley, I got a podcast idea here. <laughs> yeah, what do you got? This one comes to us from our good friend, regular Chris. Uh, it's called Chuck Lore. Uh, like Chuck Lore or Chuck Lorry, I don't know how you actually pronounce that guy's name. Uh, but Lore, um, this Chuck? is a collective work. You know who Chuck Lorre is? I'm googling them right now. L O R R E. America. He did the uh, uh, the Big Bang Theory. Uh huh. Um, Roseanne. Um, really? United States of Al. B positive. Bob Hart's Abasola. Disjointed, The Kaminsky Method, Young Sheldon, Two and a Half Men, Mike and Molly, Two and a Half Men, Dharma and Greg, Sybil, and Grace Underfire. So really, he's done like two things and keeps doing other shit. So I would actually, I would change your description of that. I think that you're vastly underestimating him. Um, Any pod, any, any, any sitcom that has come out in the past 10 years that your parents have heard of, but you haven't, was made by Chuck Lorre. If yeah. it's on CBS, this guy had his hands on it. Why does he look like a Kmart Frank Zappa? Look, I don't know. But our job is to figure out how all of these are connected. I will say, some of these, easier than other. Big Bang Theory <laughs> Young, young the Sheldon. Big Bang Theory. I got, got a it. hunch on that one. <laughs> is this Chuck Laurie or is this Frank Zappa? Uh, you just sent me Frank Zappa. All right. Is this Chuck Lorre or is this Frank Zappa? Riley, this is a visual gag in the middle of a podcast. I need you to understand that. It's Chuck Lorre. (laughs) Is this Chuck Lorre or is this Frank Zappa? I'm sending you a third picture. Listener, I've sent Andrew a picture of Chuck Lorre. No, that's a picture of Frank Zappa. Don't try and trick our audience that way. (laughs) 
Okay. Riley, I do need to tell you this little game you've created uh, is probably more interesting than trying to do a podcast about Chuck Lorre properties. Um, I am very confused that this guy worked on the original Roseanne, uh, which is wild to me. Um, as a and sidebar, you know who else was like a major writer on the Roseanne show uh, hit me. when it was like in its prime? I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, the main, like, the head designer for Magic the Gathering, Mark Rosewater. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude! No way! Yep, that's how, uh, the person that has been leading the creative team on Magic the Gathering for the past, like, 15 to 20 years, I don't know his actual, uh, how long it's been, but, like, a long-ass time, uh, got his start writing sitcoms on Roseanne. And then he was like, you know what I need to do? I need to make a tactical trading card game. Yep. <laughs> nothing no joke we could do about chuck glory is better than that fucking fact <laughs> not one. Oh my god Look, andrew i have another suggestion for you yeah hit me this is from alex cheswick cheswick at cello buster white noise for white boys I was looking at this one. <laughs> what do you so got for me for white noise for white boys? White noise is something that sits in the background, right? It's something that is in the background of your brain. It's just like a thing that is happening. Yeah, and it's so, like noise that you don't have to focus on, but it's there. And knowing the white boys I know, mm-hmm. I am thinking that it might be just like, we do Sports Center, but for video games. Andrew, have you ever actually watched Sports Center? Riley, do you think I've ever watched Sports Center? No, but I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt. Sports uh, Center is like 24 mm-hmm. hours of the same kind of thing. It's somebody is talking about sports for 24 hours. There are Dunks, different they're good. Pitchers, they're, they're bad. There are different shapes. There's different forms that it takes. There's the first take. There is a part in the interruption. There's like a lot of different ways that they present two to five men talking about the same sport. Mm-hmm. I think we need to do that, but for other things, right? <laughs> so maybe what we're doing here is we have an episode that is 24 hours long. I know. We're going to get a lot of help on this. Okay. And we do it for each thing that a white boy could be into. That means that there is one episode that's just nothing but Eminem. And it's frustrating. And I don't like it, but we have to release Ugh. it because it's going to be... It's going to get somebody through the day and they don't have to fucking think. But there's going right. to be another episode that we get to do all Pepsi. And then, like, we bring in our friend Jory, and Jory just talks nonstop about Pepsi for 24 hours. And that's just white noise for somebody. They get, they put it on and they get to slowly soak it in, put it on repeat one. Oh, I didn't notice that last time. Oh, I didn't notice that little bit last time. So you're. T- I'm. Uh huh. I want to put a pin in, but not return to the fact that when I say something for white people, your first two thoughts are Eminem and Pepsi. Um, On one hand, I feel like you're wrong. On the other hand, I worry that you're right. I think that you got it in two, and I don't know how to deal with that fact. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have a second idea, if you need it. What's your second idea? Do you listen to a lot of punk music, Andrew? 
I don't actually, but I know when, of it. When I was a child, I would go mm-hmm. camping with my grandparents often. And sometimes my other family members would come with. When I was about eight, I believe, my aunt Trisha came in with her boyfriend who was talking to me and Ben, my cousin, about music because we had our guitars with us. And he talked to me about a band I had never heard of before, Social Distortion. And he handed okay. me an album called White Heat, White Light, White Trash. And it, Social Distortion is a cowpunk album. It is, it, is, it is cowboy punk. Social Distortion fucking rules. And so I think that this, I have no connection. I just wanted to tell that story. The story of me talking to that guy, finding him again. My, my, my aunt's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> gave me a social distortion album and really set me on the path to listening to punk music in a different way than the people around me. And that album to you is White Noise for White Boys? I think so. I think if Social D released a new album, it would be that. So there's an idea, which is that we're giving, we're doing a podcast. It's a platform for every band that used to be relevant, but is now like 50. Um, to come in and like say like hey write punk music again you're 50 I, and rich now your fingers on the pulse i'm sure that if you put it out an album now it's going to be great uh hey all time low what do y'all have going on that's fascinating finding old burnt out like musicians and then going hey you're going to play some you're going to you're going to record it out you're going to re-record your first album <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. Do you remember a couple years ago we uh, we were watching the Game Awards together? Which, yep. frankly, white noise for white boys. Um, uh, yes, yes. But yes. on it, Green Day came out and did a concert, and yep. <laughs> everyone in the audience that was stoked was like a forty-year-old executive working for a game company. And Mm -hmm. Green Day was up on stage singing about, like, teenage rebellion, but they're 50 now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that we just, like, we work and we say, hey, write that album again now. So are we making them, we're not making them re-record their first album. We are making them record a album that is like their first I, album. I think that we say, hey, I need you to make a new version of American Idiot. Go ahead. Sorry, you're too far forward. You need to make a new version of Kerplunk. <laughs> hey, Green Day, give me a dookie in 2021. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Blink-182. Can I hear uh, a new version of Enema of the State, please? Kid Rock, can I get a nookie? That's Limp Bizkit. Shit. That's what I meant. <laughs> Andrew, do you have another one for me? No, but correction, Twitter's coming my way. Uh, I got an idea here. This one comes in from the podcast, Maeines. Um, that's a terrible name that I've given it. Our podcast robot that was developed by uh, Alex. Um, uh, this title is, It Ain't That Easy. It Ain't That Easy. Andrew, what's something that you think is easy? Something that I think is easy. I think... First thing um, that comes to your mind. First thing that comes to your mind. Dunking a basketball. Dunking a basketball? You think that's easy? It ain't that easy, Andrew. You ever looked at a regulation basketball hoop? 
Uh, no, it's like way off the ground, though. It's way off the ground. Have you ever tried to jump and see how high you can jump, actually? Like, you ever try to, like, take in, like, you see people jumping all the time. We see people jumping in movies and games. Have you ever tried to jump yourself and compare yourself to that way? Don't lift your legs up. Just actually just propel yourself with the amount of force that you think can happen. I'll I've do seen, it right now. If you I was going to say, I've, I've seen this as, like, a TikTok trend of people like recording themselves like jumping and being like Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, or only do I really only get like four inches off the ground? Um, which I do think that like the human body does not achieve feats that we think that it does on uh-huh. a regular basis. Uh-huh. Um, I'm also thinking there's also so that maybe this is just like we talk about TikTok trends, but but no. uh, please don't lose us. But like there's another one that's like you tape a camera to the wall at like the same height as your partner so that you can like see how they view the world from their height. No, it's so funny. Cause I love, I love it when it's someone going, is this how you see me? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> you, like you see child. me as a tiny baby, huh? <laughs> that one fucking gets me, dude. <laughs> Maybe but- this is a podcast. That's just trying to do those. We're just here to be like, what uh what can be grown what can be improved what's not that easy you know what's not that easy fucking jumping high jumping high ain't that easy yeah i weigh 300 something pounds i don't jump (laughs) i can barely roll and like i try hold on i can't even touch my ceiling And you're you're taller than I am. You're a tall person. And I'm person. tall. Like I think if I got a running start, I could get kind of high. But like our friend of the show, Chris Hutton, and I tried to go play volleyball when we were camping the other week. Uh huh. And oh, buddy, we ended up in that dirt quite often. <laughs> is is this a podcast where we get? I, I don't want to talk to athletes. I don't want to talk to anyone that like, and I'll include like people that go to the gym as athletes. I don't want to talk to anyone that is actively taking care of themselves. Um, we find people and <laughs> we find a thing from our youths and we say, do it. Let's, we- let's, what we're going to do is play a game of kickball. The first person that kicks a home run gets 50 bucks or whatever. I'm down with that. We also we, we don't need a reward for this because I think enough of us have rose tinted glasses enough about kickball that we could just like <laughs> we could just say hey, you want to play kickball and I'm like yeah we all get together and play kickball and the first person to kick the ball would feel the shock of kicking the ball go up their spine and sever it from their body <laughs> and they'd crumple <laughs> and then the podcast of that is us then recording everyone going so how was kickball. <laughs> I yeah, I think that this is us recreating things that used to be like super easy at recess in our youth, except <laughs> nowadays we're just old and decrepit. I fear we've created a uh, jackass. This is like baby's first jackass, isn't it? It's baby's first jackass, Andrew. This is the two of us are like, oh yeah, let's go eat a bunch of McDonald's, and then we both go, oh my my tummy. tummy. And then then no one sniffs a fart or gets launched out of a cannon. Yeah. yeah. 
You're right. This is baby's first jackass. We're like, you have a better idea for me. (laughs) We're like, oh, do you remember staying up all night? Let's stay up all night. And then we get to 2 a.m. And we're like, baby tired. I can't do it. I I was woken up at 4 a.m. two nights ago uh, because every alarm in our apartment building went off. Oh, Um, fun. Yeah, it was great. Uh, So we all stood outside for an hour. Um, while we couldn't contact our uh, our apartment's emergency contact number, they never picked up. Um, but the fire department did, and they checked all the stuff and said, well, we don't know why it went off, uh, but our job is to take care of fires and not shitty landlords with bad sensors, so y'all are on your own for this one. Uh, and then they left, which, frankly, as they should have, they are correct. That is not their jurisdiction. Um so I was up at four and then throughout the night, uh, our, our fire alarm would kind of chirp every once in a while as if the battery was low, except it's not. It just wanted to like make sure that the <laughs> sleep that I got that night was the sleep that I got that night and no more. Um, I'm still feeling it. And it's been like two days. I had a apartment building that when I lived in Iowa City that was fairly new. And every time that it would rain and lightning would strike. All mm-hmm. the fire alarms in the building would go off once for a half second. Oof. Just every time, just beep. <laughs> like, not a full beep. Just a little, little buddy. Every time lightning would, like, go, <laughs> I don't know why. Andrew, I do have another suggestion for you. <clears throat> this is a uh, from from Tanner. Time mm-hmm. Problems. Uh, at Sparky Upstart. A podcast where you look at random pictures of Warframes and determine which ones are a girl boss. Now, I don't know much about Warframes, so this might actually be the first time I get to walk into one of these things like this completely with no brain. Yeah, I I don't know anything about Warframe. I barely mm-hmm. know anything about girl bosses. And so I think I think this is going to be this is be the one of the few times we get to walk on this with clear eyes, which I'm kind of looking forward to. I'm on the Warframes wiki, and I'm just going to post a picture of this guy. This guy's name is Chroma. Uh, they're an elemental. They the Draconic Hunter Chroma wields elemental caprice to reign supreme. Andrew, is this a girl boss? Where's Caprice? Not a girl boss. All right, this right here is Nyx. Uh, Nyx is a psychic themed Warframe released in Update Six. Her abilities allow her to disrupt movement and coordinate within enemy ranks, making her a formidable ally in battle. Uh, attacks you psychically is a girl boss, I think. I think that makes sense to me, too. Andrew, this is Valkyr. Valkyr is their a name, berserker theme. Their name is Valkyr. They're a girl boss. I'm Damn. Gonna, yes, 100%. They wear a crown. Driven by feral rage, her attacks rend her prey with fury and ferociousness, while her tortured cries break the imposing silence of Tenno presence. What the fuck is Warframe? Is it I it, is it destiny? Is Warframe just less accessible destiny? No, no, it's different, I think. I Andrew, I Hi Andrew, suggestion from Riley Hopkins. Vet Wed Wath and Warframe. I I want to know what's happening here. Where do I click for story on the Warframe wiki? So I need to put a hard stop to this because Story and history. You liked Bionicle when you did that uh-huh. that podcast. Uh-huh. You don't know anything about Warframe. I don't know anything about Warframe. Yes. We can't commit ourselves to like 
what if we hate it? I'm I'm three images into the Warframe wiki, and I'm already like, okay, I hate this. I'm this isn't for me. <laughs> Andrew, I get that, but you know how some podcasts are a person who knows a thing and a person who doesn't know a thing. Yes, those are usually how podcasts are created. What if we're both? What if we both don't know things? Let me let me read you the the opening notes on the story and history Warframe wiki. Okay. They were called Tenno, warriors of blade and gun, masters of the Warframe armor. Those that survived the old war were left drifting among the ruins, and now they are needed once more. The Grenier, with their vast armies, are spreading throughout the solar system. A call echoes across the stars, summoning the Tenno to an ancient place. They summon you. Allow the Lotus to guide you. She has rescued you from your cryostasis chamber and given you a chance to survive. The Grenier will find you. You must be prepared. The Lotuses will teach you the ways of the Warframes and the secrets to unlocking their powers. Come, Tenno. You must join the war. Warframe. Ninjas play for free. A, this is literally every other video game ever made. (laughs) B, ninjas play for free is my favorite 2003 tagline to a video game and also <laughs> the first note i'm reading is the, the that's the first quote that opens the historian history page the second paragraph is while we were able to find solid and legitimate supporting evidence for essentially the whole story as it is written this interpretation comes from a variety of sources and each piece of information was likely written by a number of different people <laughs> That's just explaining the concept of a wiki. Yeah. And lo- <laughs> they have it all. It's like, it is top to bottom. Like, it is, you can read through the Warframe story and just keep going. Counterpoint. What if we didn't? I've got an idea here. Uh, this one comes to us from Quinn at Poss underscore Ibley, uh, who says that they just got an ad for Patreon saying, quote, Say what you want to make. Uh, hold on. Say you want to make a podcast. Say, about yeah, cats. Hold on. say you want to make a podcast about cats or novelty hats or cats wearing novelty hats. Is this actually a good podcast idea? A cat and a little I, cowboy hat. That's good. Yes. Uh, a Maine Coon wearing a toboggan hat. Good or bad? What's a toboggan? <laughs> It's like the ones with the little flaps on the side for when it's cold. Ah, uh, let me picture that. Ah, Mancoon's fuzzy. I don't think that's going to work because it's got hair. Okay. Andrew, a uh, a Bengal cat. Okay. Wearing, wearing a backwards baseball cat. A ba- backwards Bucks cat. Yes, but I am worried that this cat is going to bully me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many, um, how, many different, how many different cats can we name? Siamese cat with a sombrero. No, bad, bad cat, bad cat. Okay. Is this more or less content than the podcast, Can I Pet Your Dog? My wife listens to Can I Pet Your Dog, and I actually don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There is a person on the planet that listens to Can I Pet Your Dog? One second, let me get Mandy in here. I put down my headphones, I can't hear you. It's a podcast about dogs. It's asking famous people about their dogs. I know that I don't give as much of a shit about dogs as your average person, but truly, who gives a shit? Apparently, Mandy. 
Andrew, I've brought my wife into the room really quickly for an important thing uh, to talk to us about this. Uh, she said they changed the host at some point, Mandy. Uh, what, what's that podcast like? Oh, I don't know. I kind of stopped listening around then. This was like a year ago. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, it was like their sound editor took the position of one of the host positions. Was it like a usurping or was it? Uh, I think one of the hosts got like another job and then she, <laughs> so then it was just like, oh, we need another host. So then they used, and then also beforehand, she... the sound editor did not have a dog and then she got a dog. So it was kind of like, okay. She got a dog for can... the show? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> She got too busy to talk to people about someone's dog. She got too busy to talk about what was the what was the premise of Can I Pet Your Dog? Yeah, they'd have like a dog fact, like, oh, did you hear that they have like dogs like when you say goodbye and stuff like that, and then they'd they'd just talk about listeners' dogs, like a, a minute where somebody would talk about their dog for a minute. Um and then they just talked about like dog training their dogs and what their dogs had done. And, uh, the tugboat was through a lot of training um, because he kept standing on the table like he's a pit bull and he <laughs> uh, kept who's who's tugboat? Yeah. Well, uh, tugboat's one of the host's dogs. Okay. That amazing. But I, I honestly have not listened to it in over two years. <laughs> well, either way, I really appreciate you coming <laughs> okay. in to tell me about it. Like, thank you very much. Sure. Thank what you, Mandy. I feel like what was this? Uh, We had talked about, we were on the topic of, we were on the topic of cats and silly hats. And then Andrew was like, oh, is this, are we, are we encroaching on can I pet your dog territory? Oh, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yes, we are Andrew. We are. We are. Okay. Thank you so much, my love. I appreciate you. Bye. (laughs) So yes. Hearing about all of that, I am convinced that we work too hard. Andrew, I have another suggestion for you. Hit me. This one comes from a genius. Me. Oh, good. And it says, Comics 2. Comics 2. Yes. You are you are the expert on sequels to things. You you make the best things that are future. I've I've I appreciate it. I've done it once. Yes. And sometimes you do something once and it's perfect. Okay. Just two now out on itch. Yeah, uh, now out on so itch. I need you. I need you to do it for comics, Andrew. <sighs> okay. What do you got uh, for me? You're the ideas guy. You're the person that that big Marvel has called into the studio, and they're like, "All right, we're looking to to make comics too, and we we need an expert. You're the expert. What do you got in the tank for us? We're all at the board meeting. There's thirty of us, and we're all staring at you. Captain America you- is there. You want to know my honest take on what Comics 2 is? Yeah. Manga. Hi-ho! Hi-ho! Hi-ho!